Paige has pawned Billy off on Leo for the day. Leo is trying to teach Billy the history of good magic, but Billy isn't interested and prefers to swing her nunchaku. It's how it's spelled. I, they're nunchucks. That's what I call them. Uh, she does sound more interested, however, when Leo mentions magic school. Billy starts telekinetically flinging who her nunchucks and accidentally propels them out the attic window. Hello, everyone. This is Brunch with the Hollowells. We're on the final season, season eight. We are continuing with episode four, Desperate House Witches. Ryan, the co-host, is here. Ryan, how's it going? Hello, Rob, on Wisteria Lane. <laughs> Bree <laughs> Bree brought her muffins over to Piper. <laughs> okay, what what are your thoughts on Desperate Housewives? Did you even watch that? Yes, I watched the whole series. Oh, God bless you. I love that show. I actually thought about doing a podcast on that show because it is just the it's just so much fun. I just who, love that show. I have to know now who is your favorite than Housewife. Oh, Brie, for sure. <laughs> okay, I mean, I, can I mean see Susan. That. Susan's the funniest to me, but um, Brie is is just yeah, she's goat. So I yeah, super Brie funny is show. Great. Brie is yeah. great. I am a. I could you could you tell I love I love me a Susan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The quirky, funny one who's always downtrodden. That's that's my favorite. <laughs> so we're doing uh, episode four. What did you think about Desperate House Witches? Now, I don't want to jinx anything. And I do know what's coming ahead. But metaphorically, I think every episode has been getting better. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so far, you are kind of correct because again i liked episode one more than two yeah you did you did you didn't you didn't like that alice in wonderland wonder yeah but okay so they've been getting better so you enjoyed this one then yes yes okay very good i actually did think that this was a very fun episode i think the stakes were better than our previous episodes as well. However, I think a very missed story arc opportunity was missed in this episode. It just seemed like one of those episodes, like, again, let's go down memory lane. Let's talk about some past characters. Let's deal with this possibility. Yes. And then yes. we'll be done with it because we have bigger fish to fry later down the road so they just kind of got over this whole source thing and it's just like it's that's lackluster it's just it just could have been so much better because he's the source of all evil how do you that's just the thing yes you had the uh, right and you get the actor back everything is perfect although i think his skin color changed a little since dying he looked a little more fleshy to me this time maybe maybe Although maybe because he was pale in the underworld. I digress. Anyway, it's, I would have loved if this was like a two episode, little three episode, little mini series, like remind you of the source. Just, okay, we'll, we'll talk about it in the episode, but there was just so many things going on that they could have expanded the story for sure. 
for right. sure. Yeah. So what was that moment for you in this episode? Did you have one? <sighs> On okay, so my my moment would be Piper's reaction to Wyatt in the play at the end and her and Leo being so happy. Could that be? Yes. Yes. Of course. No, that's awesome. I do have something about that in my notes too. There's a heavy sense of normalcy in this scene, as well as throughout the episode that this show could have actually done, you know, just, just have like magic stuff, but then have a lot of normal Mm -hmm. drama family stuff go on instead of it just being a completely big magic show. So, yeah, there was definitely some normalcy going on, and so that was really nice. Uh, So my play, actually, I had a couple of scenes, but I narrowed it down to Billy's quick thinking of throwing the nunchucks at the two demons and then quickly deciding to dress up as them to blend in. I thought that was a really (laughs) smart move for the circumstances they were in. And yes, that is my plan. I I have some notes about that, but I agree. Yes, yes. All right. How about your MVP? Now, I think we might have the same person this week. I'm going with Leo Wyatt for this because he was protective papa. He sent Billy away. Why do you think I have the same person? You don't know me. Well, I don't want to spoil the magic, but I think I made a sword. I saw a message. No, you didn't. (laughs) Okay. I think Leo being full protective, mortal, papa, bear, waiting for Wyatt, and his reaction. He makes a face when he's next to Billy and he sees that, you know, like the source, and he's just like, so good, so good. So, yes, Leo, Mr. Wyatt. All right. Uh, I am definitely going to agree. (laughs) yes leo wyatt is definitely mvp this week i could not be more proud of his character today and we'll get more into why but he really stood out this episode and came through for his kid it yeah he he was great this this episode so uh okay did you happen though to add anyone to your hot man meter this week Honestly, no. There was one that was a potential right off the bat, but no, no, Rob. I'm saving my, I'm saving all my love for future men. (laughs) I actually added someone to the hot man meter. Yep. So we will get into all of that now. (laughs) Yeah. Let's get to our episode. So the original air date was October 16, 2005. This was written by Janine Renshaw and directed by John uh, Parr. Guest stars include Michelle Stafford as Mandy. Ooh, we will talk about her. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Peter Woodward back as the source of all evil. Uh, Elena De La Garza as Sylvia with Elizabeth Greer as our possessor demon. We have Antonio Jarmusch. Jeremillo as Dylan with mm-hmm. Philip Carner as Bob and back once again, Jason Lewis as Dex Lawson. 
So Piper's son, Wyatt, is kidnapped by Mandy, a demon in disguise who wants to use the boy's powers to bring back the source and create the perfect demon family. So first thing I wanted to say about this prologue scene is Leo's longer hair without product looks so good. Why, yes. And we yes. chat about this already. And in general, I think that's how I like hair on guys i don't necessarily prefer the whole like product stuff it's not Mm -hmm. that it looks bad i just have a preference for when it's not i like the flowy hair and not at all sticking onto one place you don't like the crunch like andy used to have on top right that 90s gel look it's not a preference not a preference but (laughs) leo looked great at the start of this episode and billy working with the nunchucks was kind of cool too uh, those things terrify me though. Like just swinging them around and trying to like, I, I just, it, it just, it just looks like it's painful. <laughs> Even if you do it right, the way that it like tucks under your arm and like all of it just looks painful to me. But uh, yeah. What did you think about Billy's discovered power? I, I mean, she, she knows how to do telekinesis, but apparently she didn't know she could do something like that. What do you think about this discovery? Oh, this is, this is when I say, why did they give her telekinesis? Because for the rest of the season, I'm going to be comparing her to one Miss Prudence Hollowell. Okay, maybe it, maybe Billy is so advanced that she could do this, but oh, it just irks me that we never got to see. I mean, we've seen Prue elevate compacts and make like a baby you know merry-go-round thingy and things like that but i would have loved to seen prue do something with weapons like this especially since she's been a witch at that point three years as opposed to billy's few months but maybe billy's just the most amazing person ever (laughs) that poor window It just keeps getting damaged every time. Yeah, I mean, she looked very surprised, but I mean, what a great skill to have. And, you know, it definitely foreshadowed what happened later. Yeah, yeah, true. Do you think that Leo's lesson is a waste of time or would it be good for Billy to learn that stuff? Honestly, like you have to learn defense. So I guess she just wants to get down to... Like, you know, I'm I'm tired of reading. I just want to get into the action. Like, do you think it was a waste? Of course. No, I mean, I think if she could multitask and actually train with the nunchucks and listen to Leo as opposed to her like, yeah, blah, 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 demons, demons, demons thing, I would be okay with it at the same time. But I think that since... Leo is there and teaching these things and and the possibility in the future that, hey, she's a witch. She should get a white light or maybe what that's not paid. Like, wouldn't the wouldn't the elders eventually figure this out? So I think she should know that basic outline of what magic community is not maybe not like every history of, oh, and this one does this and this. But at least there's elders. They do this. This is the basic and then go from there. That's well, I mean, right now she's on the good magic side of things, but the fact that she is studying and has no idea what the source of all evil is, is pretty bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. That should have been a first, maybe, page lesson. And I mean the actual page. <laughs> I think this is the first time we've seen Leo 
And this is actually all the girls this season as well. Everyone's wardrobe is elevated. I don't know if some of that that budget money went to wardrobe, that Daryl money. But Leo, I think, was wearing form-fitted clothing. We're always used to seeing Leo in, like, cargo pants from Old Navy, I feel like. And hell, you know what? We've all been there. So, But he's always in these bulky t-shirts. So I like that they gave them almost all a makeover. And he looked fabulous. So I think by episode six, if Leo continues on this good-looking track, mm-hmm. I may add him to the list this season. Oh, well, oh, I hope so. Please, everybody in Charmies, let's pray that this happens, because I think he deserves it. I last. know that you've added him. I just, I don't, yeah. So we'll see. I If he keeps it up, I think I he- might add him. Well, here's a question, Rob. Do you prefer Leo from the, his first season appearance as to now? Because I'm see, I'm thinking this one. This is like my preference. There was something about the... He had like the biggest smile in the world oh. back then. And it just... I don't know. There was a different vibe that I liked. So I don't know. Maybe he I prefer season then. one. I guess. I don't know. He didn't know what the Hollowells had in store for him all these years. <laughs> Piper is making a costume for Wyatt's preschool play. Paige comes down and suspects Wyatt orbs some of her jewelry out of the room. Rob, I love that when she says, you little pirate. She finds, <laughs> <laughs> she finds Wyatt playing with it like a toy. Paige is on her way to a coffee date with a guy she met on an online dating service. She isn't sure what lipstick to wear, but Piper suggests one that matches the face of Joe from S Club. Paige is worried about Phoebe. She suspects Dex sees other women. Phoebe comes in. She's done several magical calculations and is convinced Dex is the one. Rob... I was going to say Joe from Facts of Life, but oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, that is the original Joe in my life. You're right. Yeah. That would have been. <laughs> this is the first time I've noticed. And maybe again, because this is my least watched season, but when Piper was making the costume for Wyatt on the table, there was a picture of decks right in the front and books. And there was something about, does the stars, it was like a, basically Phoebe was researching it. Like, like, Phoebe, uh, excuse me, like Paige said, researching like the stars and the alignments of if her and Dex will line up for this thing. So that was kind of cool that they, that little detail that I, you know, yeah. for the first time, whatever, I picked up on it. I love that we also, here's continuing a trend from this season, we get the establishing shot of, let's look in the mirror and tell the audience if you're just coming in. We all have secret identities now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we also have to introduce our new look of Piper's as well. Oh, yes. They looked more like cousins this time. Yeah, I guess so. Piper takes Wyatt to preschool and leaves him with his room mom, Mandy. Wyatt is having trouble with his costume, but Mandy finds a pin in it. Do you think she did that? Was that part of the whole scheme or did that actually I want to say that it actually happened. Okay. I could see that too. She reminds Piper another costume that Wyatt needs, a pumpkin. Mandy takes Wyatt with her to prepare for rehearsal. Once she's alone, she sends a part of Wyatt's costume up in flames and her eyes turn black. Ooh. Okay. 
Wyatt, as much trust issues as you had when a baby, you were force fielding everyone in the room. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. today, you watch a woman burn a costume that was made for you, <laughs> and a woman's eyes turn black, and you don't even bat an eye. Mm-hmm. Wyatt, what is going on? Why it? Why were you so trusting all of a sudden now? Do you think this was because they really are? He's getting older, and they really hammered it into him that you can't use your magic in public, or is he just a cocky kid? As as we know that he could possibly that's be. probably fair. I just think that he recognizes. I don't know. To me, maybe I'm just giving him too much credit, but I think he can recognize a demon when they're burning stuff right in front of him. That, right yeah yeah that's just me but i just want to talk about mandy so mandy is played by michelle uh, stafford aka phyllis newman aka phyllis abbott aka red <laughs> this is my woman from young and the restless i love her she is so oh. good on this show and of course i was at my peak interest in young and the restless when this aired so i was so happy to see this woman in charmed it was so great i miss young the restless so much it uh, but it's a daily show i just can't keep up with it it's it's just too much tv but i miss it so much how creepy was it though with those things crawling in her face yes but we weren't given exactly the reasoning as to what was going on so i do like that they didn't reveal everything all in this one scene we just know that mandy is bad Paige goes to her coffee date. She describes herself as a former special needs teacher who now tutors one-on-one with a student who's a real pain sometimes. Can you imagine teachers just talking shit? You know they do too. I guarantee teachers out there, any teachers who are charmies. No, don't tell us. I don't think parents want to hear it, but I bet you you do. And I don't blame you. Paige's date becomes rather too talkative, and Paige Board sees Dex at another table giving a kiss and a hug to an unknown woman. Okay, so a few things with this. First of all, if I notice Paige just suddenly looking around, I'm going to stop talking. He just Amen. kept going. And, yeah, I that that was just really, really weird. <laughs> I really, really do not enjoy Paige just getting up and walking away from this date. I don't care how bored you are. There's no excuse for this behavior. I thought this was so rude. It's It wasn't even funny. I get it. He's a throwaway character, but this was not cool at all. What do you think about her behavior during this date? Yeah, this is one of those rare times. And I think I remember us talking about this on another show that she page was kind of rude and it's not really usually like her. I, I feel like she could be abrupt, maybe abrupt and to the point if she needs to be, but she's usually not like a rude character, but I feel like, yeah, it's not, it was a throwaway line and that's how they treat like a throwaway character, the blah, 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 blah. But still, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's not a nice look, but it was just, he was just there. honestly, to establish her seeing Dex being kissed because it wasn't even like, oh, I'm bummed that this date didn't work out for me. So he was never brought up again. But yes, totally not nice. Uh, Bob, the date, the coffee date, like he was cute, but not Mm. hot, but he was cute. Like there were moments where I was like, okay, I get it. 
But just, I don't know if he was, no, not, not hot. As soon as he, like, basically looked bored when she was talking about the school, and then he goes right into his marketing whatever thing, he was yeah. marketing yeah blah 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 I, which i thought was actually a funny setup the blah 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 very different you know i like that they experimented a little this season but yeah after that i would be like oh no no you gotta you gotta listen to the other person so phoebe is setting up a photo shoot for julie <laughs> but i thought her name was jenny no is jenny piper i i just can't get these names Joe, out. jenny bennett and julie yeah yeah no yeah i guess she is is she okay when Paige comes in so Paige wonders how well phoebe really knows dex and phoebe gets suspicious reminding Paige that they promise to stay out of each other's love lives this <sighs> makes sense i'm glad they made this rule i mean they're both guilty of it and you know phoebe in the nicest way was like we promise each other not to do this i thought this was a really nice moment to kind of just share <laughs> sister ro- woes you know because you know, they tend to do that for one another when it's all in good intention. But it's just like, I think it's safe that we need to stay out of it, right? Did you think, though, it was weird that she only made it seem like Richard was the problem when we know she didn't trust Kyle either? Phoebe, <laughs> I see what you forget to mention. I see you, Phoebes. So Paige thinks uh, she and Dex are going too fast, but Phoebe feels she has to honor her premonition about him. So I like Paige's approach in this that she didn't immediately just go into, oh, guess what I saw? He's a cheater, yada, yada, yada. She basically wanted it to be her idea to slow things down and evaluate what it is that's going on. I think this was a nice approach. Do you feel that you would have done the same thing or would you have just told what you saw? Absolutely not. I couldn't dial the phone fast enough. <laughs> so you would have just been like, guess what I saw. <laughs> I would have orbed and I would have said, Phoebe, remember when I said Cole was the source and you didn't believe me? Well, guess what I just saw and you best believe me. Honestly, I I, I feel like if she would have said it, Phoebe wouldn't have believed her. But after all they've been through... And that kiss, Rob, they didn't make that kiss. They set that kiss up too realistically. He didn't look too bothered by it when Paige witnessed this. So I would have been like, he looked happy. Billy is uh, telekinetically swinging her nunchucks again, but stops when Piper and Leo walk into the attic. Piper wants to use magic to make a good pumpkin costume for Wyatt, but Leo thinks it crosses the line into personal gain. Uh, What team are you on? Uh, Team Piper or Team Leo on this debate? I mean, I get Piper's frustration, but Leo, you're trying to hide from the elders and all they want to do is use magic in the and personal gain would, I'm sure, would take effect. So wouldn't the elders be tipped off in some weird way that their cousins are using magic? Piper, no, no. Yeah, I think Leo's right in this situation. And I do get Piper's frustration, you know, like you women always have to deal with, you know, like if they're a mother, they have to go through this sort of like unwritten war between other mothers and who has it all together. When honestly, the ones that are usually on top, at least in the TV world, those mothers are the worst. They either have horrible marriages or they're, you know, very shallow and conceited. Like it, like it happens. And usually they wanted to do desperate housewives, right? They're trying to really have this woman be a Brie esque character. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get her frustration. It, it totally makes sense. Billy pretends to be studying but wants to go to magic school. Leo isn't willing uh, and fearing it might expose himself and the sisters. And so Piper claims she doesn't want to see why it humiliated, but Leo suspects it's more about Piper not wanting to be humiliated by mm-hmm. Mandy, which is a common and, and natural instinct and like feeling to have. There's nothing wrong with that. Definitely. Uh, Piper finally relents, but still vows to make a costume that will have Mandy eating crow. So (laughs) what I got from this scene was that Piper is one desperate housewife. That was Billy's quote. And I go, yes, "Yes, that that's a nice line. Now, this is a show to model charmed after and not fucking sex in the city. Okay, like I would have loved a Desperate Housewife s like charm show. I thought that I think that would be fun to have. And isn't it crazy that Desperate Housewives ended up being the show that surpassed Charmed as the longest running female lead show just by like a, a season or something? Did so it? I yeah, this is it's even it's always on the Wikipedia too. It's like one of the facts that comes up over the years. So Charmed was the longest running female led led show until Desperate Housewives de- dethroned it. So I think this is really apropos that this happened and they set this Desperate Housewitches thing. <laughs> by the up. Housewives by one episode. Isn't that a one episode are you serious what they're gonna they did charmed like that damn right wouldn't it have been great for this show to have that legacy so here here's the thing congratulations as for housewives but here's the thing you're on abc Mm. while charmed is on the wb there is a complete difference so if a show like charmed can survive on wb this long abc like yeah there's no comparison here Charmed to me is yeah because Buffy didn't even make it on the WB when it went to UPN. And Angel was canceled after five seasons. So the fact, yes, that Charmed made it to eight seasons on a set. I mean, I hate to say it, right? Wouldn't you call it like a second a second class network? We're not a second class. That sounds terrible. Not a mainstream network. What would that be? Like a um, second stream? <laughs> Stream network. WB. WB, everybody. CW. (laughs) So my only thing with um, Phoebe working at the paper still, she, and I know for her it's natural because she's worked with these people for years, but the way she bosses the people around this office, I know they addressed it. It's like family and fit, but that assistant even. Uh, candles and and this for the date and this and she's just like writing it down the assistant and and she's just barking out these orders i mean she does go thank you at the end but like damn i mean phoebe you gotta like pretend you're not yourself for a little while i i can see what you mean by that being the new girl it's funny how she again just because she's writing the column puts her at a hierarchy over a lot of these employees right right it should be a little the dynamic should be a little different but i i I guess if they had more time to focus on sort of the non-magical side of the storyline that they could because elise could be in here and just being like why are you doing like they could explore that a little bit more so i see what you're saying yeah, there should be a hierarchy, I would say. 
at least that you you're what a few months at this point in mm, it's kind of kind of weird but anyway magic school is now controlled by demons mandy shimmers in and plans to bring wyatt back there once she she, she can get him to trust her enough to use his powers around her the demons were supposed to have the place already cleaned up, and Mandy isn't pleased. One demon isn't moving fast enough for her, and Mandy chokes him to death. Suddenly, Mandy collapses, and a hideous female processor pre- demon comes out of her. Honestly, De- Rob, that demon was hideous. They just, It was very... It was not like a heavy makeup by any means. Very simple, but creepy. Very creepy. They they casted a really good person to for these features. I think with the addition of like the teeth kind of rotting. Yeah. Like yeah. The teeth. But they definitely wanted to have a heavy contrast to the beautiful housewife versus the actual demon that's inside of her. Perfect. Which if I really wanted to go deep on this, this is how these women are on the inside, to be honest. So mm-hmm. like yeah, I, I think it made sense for, to make her ugly. Cause I have that in my notes. It's like Finally, we get another demon that actually isn't a good-looking yes, person. Yes, exactly. Yes. But I think there was a heavy reason to this, and I, I want to say it's contrasting to the, the housewives that we see, because all the moms are gorgeous in this in this episode. So very bougie, very, yes, very conceited, very, yeah. Because even Piper is saying like that this, this Mandy has always been basically this type of character, the Brie stereotype. And so you're right. So they all have this a little inside of them. Oh, and I got words to say about that mother later when Piper goes to get, oh, <laughs> Wyatt. Oh, no. <laughs> so Piper has been up all night making Wyatt's pumpkin costume, which is adorable, Rob. This freaking pumpkin costume. I love it. <laughs> I, I also think it's really awesome to see Piper just play normal mother for this episode yes. as well. I think it's really good for her. And she may not be involved in sort of the mission at hand at the moment, but just right. her just like, this is what moms do and this is what she's wanted. And I still found it very entertaining watching her, even though she wasn't part of the a plot of the sh- of the, you know, the episode so it it was nice to just kind of see her just be like i'm gonna make the best costume ever for my kid you know that's why rob i think that this season in a way is actually getting better for me because i think we're lacking those realistic kind of everyday moments with charm the last few seasons and so seeing them have to kind of ground the show you know, for many different reasons, budget, but also because they're not supposed to be using magic and living normal not lives, I think works in their favor for character development wise anyway. Well, for sure. I mean, they're using these first five episodes to really make it clear that no matter how much they want to be normal, like magic will always follow them. It will always chase them down and they can't escape it, which again, just brings me to the question on how, they thought they were going to have normal lives to begin with. Right. Because right. evil will always exist and it will always still continue to try and like destroy the world. They're not going to just ignore it, but we've already had this conversation, but I do like that they are going in on these possibilities of trying to be normal 
in these first few episodes. Right, right, right. If anything, that's the positive of this. So Piper is worried about Wyatt, even though he can see her as Piper. Everyone else sees her as Jamie, Piper's cousin. Paige wants to find out who was kissing Dex earlier. Piper is skeptical and suggests that Dex... It might be Dex's sister, but Paige isn't buying it. She's oh. like, ew, that is disgusting. That is not the kiss I saw. <laughs> That's what Piper comes up with. That like I was I was just surprised too. Out of all the things, she's just like, no, Paige, I don't believe you either. And it's probably his sister. You know. <laughs> what? No, no. I don't get it. So going back to magic school. Uh, Dylan, our choker demon, and I'm calling her a choker demon because he was wearing a choker. In choker the, demon. I thought he. So I've seen this actor in in a lot of TV stuff today, but man, did he look so good in this episode! And it was the choker for me. It really was. I mm. I can't help it. I've added him to the hobby meter. He's gonna be on there for now. He looked really good in black and in that outfit. So he's gonna be on there. Man- he, was one that, he was the one that I was kind of teetering gotcha. on. Gotcha. Mandy, how she grabbed the other demon and like oh, choked him to death. Yeah. That is the Phyllis Newman that I know. That is the Michelle Stafford that I know. She when she she's just that crazy on Young the Restless. And just like that. She is so good at it. So watching her scream and go through that, that is who I know. So was she I, a beast? <laughs> she <laughs> yeah, she was a straight beast. <laughs> so the possessor demon walks over to a demon painting a pentagram on the wall. He mm-hmm. wants to know that they're bringing who he wants to know who they're bringing back. The possessor demon is um, reticent with details, even though the other demon is the only one who can bring dead demons back. From the demonic wasteland, we're getting clues as to who she's trying to bring back. He also doesn't understand why they need Wyatt. The Mm. possessor demon points out that he's the only one with enough power to bring back a very powerful demon from the dead. I don't know if you can remember back in the day, but at this point, we're getting more clues as to who it is. Did you have any idea who they were going to bring back? And he names a couple. He's like, you know... Zanku, Barbus, like yes, I loved the name drops. I love the name. I think Rob, uh, do you remember back in the day there was this website called thecharmedones.com? No, I don't think I've heard this. It was the at the time it was like the charmed website back when there was websites and they had a forum, but somehow this website always got the scripts maybe a few ahead of time. So I think I might have read a spoiler that the source might be coming back. But I was so happy to see him. So happy to see him. (laughs) So the other demon thinks it's far too risky to kidnap Wyatt, seeing that he's the son of a charmed one. The possessor demon then reveals that they're bringing back... Oh, we've oh. been interrupted. <laughs> right when the good part happens. Oh, witch okay. Watcher. We will hold that thought. Let's see who the witch watcher saw. The birth and rebirth of all nature. The passing of winter and spring. We share in the life universal. Rejoice in the magic ring. I'll see you all next week. Blessed be. 
Okay. Oh, Lord. Thank you, God, for saying that last ending because I now I have a possibility of what it might be. I don't know this person's name, but I I want to go back to season two. I'm going to say it's the witch around the naked nude circle with, can I keep my pants on? No, <laughs> shoe, no can I keep my shoes on? Can I keep my shoes on? <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking about um, Tina from Nightmare on Elm Street. T- yes, yes, I should... <laughs> Yes, and she'll ever be Tina then instead of whatever random witch practitioner. That's what I'm coming up with. That is a really, really good guess, but that is not the witch that I'm quoting. I'm quoting Jenna, the holder of the amulet from season three. Okay, love it, love it, love it. And yes, she should be. She should be recognized. She definitely should be recognized. I love this witch so much. She came in and schooled all of these uh, charmed ones on how to keep their kitchen tidy and all of the uh, healing with the herb uh, for Phoebe. Like she was a great asset. And the charmed yes. ones called her a friend when she was vanquished. Like we're here for our friend. They lit a candle for her. I love Jenna. I love Jenna, and she she was a really cool witch. I would have loved to have seen her more. So I just would want to definitely recognize her. And yeah, great. So. I love that. Love that callback. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, Rob said he's going to go back to the past seasons of charm to celebrate the witches that we've heard from the past and i've decided to join him because i think it's a great idea so within the full 22 episodes we will hear other fellow witches from the show's history the possessor demon then reveals that they're bringing back the source of all evil and she intends to turn white evil and raise him as their own son she then re-enters mandy So the only thing that I had about this is that the mystery of who this possessor demon is bringing back the trailer, if I remember correctly, did not reveal this. I could be wrong, but um, the reveal that it is the source. What do you think about this plan? I'm surprised they didn't give this away either knowing the WB at the time, like building this up and then finding out, whoops, (laughs) well, that was something because I totally could have seen that. I was so thrilled because I really thought this was going to build to something else. <laughs> I didn't want him to be the big bad of season eight, but had this lasted a couple more episodes, I thought that would have been fantastic. Yes. At least two or three other ones, please, like we had with Hass. Yeah. And we should have had more. Ooh, him and the source and these demons coming together. I like that idea. That would have been a better idea than what we are. (laughs) Just saying. Again, I just want to say that this actress who plays this possessor demon, the subtlety in this makeup and this role is, is truly fantastic. I I love even the voice that she has. I don't know if that's that actress's voice. I have a feeling we've seen her on in horror movies and things before. She looks very familiar. This woman. She had that deep voice and blah, blah. I, I like this. And it, the idea of someone being possessed is always creepy too. And they just, how they just lay the bodies down usually on the floor like that. And they just, uh. um. So I enjoyed her again. I think she's 
nicely needed in this season, the creepiness factor. Paige finds the woman whom Dex kissed and talks to her about Dex. The woman gives her name as Sylvia. She says that she has broken up with Dex a few months ago, but mentions breakup sex. Mandy tells Piper that she has to make another costume, a mouse this time. Piper is somewhat annoyed. Mandy thinks Piper is more concerned about her reputation than Wyatt's. And the two other room moms, that's what they call them? Yeah, uh, I, I've never heard that exact term before, but it's like a den mother or it's like, you know, just, uh, you know, sort of like the big chaperone in today's, you know, because you got a classroom and then you have a mom in addition to the teacher just sort of overseeing things. So Right, a helper or, or something like that, an aide. So, and the two other room moms back her up. Leo calls and mentions that Billy insists on going to magic school. Piper thinks it's too dangerous, which, again, yes. Piper then mentions Mandy. She thinks she's out to get her. She also is annoyed at how perfect Mandy seems. Leo comes back to the attic and says, Billy can't go. However, Billy insists she throws a teleportation potion, sending both herself and Leo to magic school. They find it overrun by demons, and Billy didn't think to make one to get them back home. Leo remembers a spell in a book, and they try to find it. When two demons spot them, Billy flings a nunchuck and knocks them out. There's our earlier foreshadowing. The two dress in the demon's clothes. And then Piper comes home, expected to find Leo and Wyatt, but no one was there. So, I love this cliche of it just so happens that the two people we knocked out are gonna fit us <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's how it is. <laughs> I mean, and Billy's outfit especially was so form fitted that it is amazing. That is well, she must, she must have perfectly just torn the fabric to fit herself. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. Sh- show some belly. That that's just how it works. I will say again. Oh my Mr. Wyatt. And I mean, yeah. adult Wyatt <laughs> father, Leo, Leo looked great in these clothes. It was just a different like style for him, but he just played it off and worked it a lot better than I thought he would. Again, this is just more example, especially to on this episode of like where I, I just don't remember this. I don't no. remember this at all. It's so crazy. Oh, I've remembered this because I remember, I think Leo looked fantastic in this episode. It's so shallow. And I do like Rob that you're right. He was able to pull this off very naturally. I think he knew that it hit all of their lives depended on him playing this off perfectly with Billy and him as demons. But again, it's just so in shenanigans fashion that drag them in the back and then take their clothes off. So they strip those people naked then. Well, at least down to their underwear. Cause they weren't wearing the underwear, but yes, I, they stripped them down. Um, <laughs> so just while we're on this particular scene, uh, I think again, it's a great use of the weapons to the two demons uh, she right. is a quick learner, I believe. Do you think that they are underestimating Billy at this point? Or do you believe that they are right about 
them taking their time with seeing her um with with her seeing as she does these spontaneous things i mean she was like screw it we're going to magic school bam let's use this potion go there but leo points out like okay yeah yeah you did this i that was a pretty you know good trick or whatnot or you know spell do you think they're underestimating her or are they right to take their time I think they want to shield her and maybe they are underestimating her in a way, but I do think it's coming from a place of, you know, they know what they've been through all these years and they don't want her to get killed. You know, this young youngling as the Jedi would say. This particular moment and situation, the way she is handling herself being put into danger immediately um, doesn't mean that she's ready, but it Leo continues to sort of notice like, quick thinking that's a good idea okay i'll follow your lead like there was just this acknowledgement of like you're not completely clueless on what to do if you were put in a dangerous situation right 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 i mean and that's that's it shows that she's capable it actually makes us root for her character that she's not just this dead weight that's annoying like i again i don't think billy's annoying at this point yes she did teleport them there and get them into this thing but it ended up working out because they found out that Wyatt was there mandy and these other moms i honestly thought that they were demons too the way that they backed up mandy it just seemed very like team effort let's just hit all of her like insecurities and fears about not stepping up to being this best mom ever and i was like are those just two other demons being i mean possessing moms because this was really rude, very rude on the things that they were saying to her. Piper, as a mother who hasn't really been able to do a lot of these sort of like tasks and exercise for a kid lately, at least from what we've seen, you know, it's going to hit a, a trigger that, you know, she is not good at this being normal thing, you know, and right, right. I, you know, I, I can only imagine what it's like, you know, to be a mom and have to like juggle a whole bunch of stuff and, and kind of deal with this mess with other mothers, just putting pressure on others. It's, you know, it's messed up. I mean, she clearly was set up with the whole like pumpkin thing. And then later we'll, we'll see, she gets set up again with this costume. So yes, it would have been more interesting. I think if they all were demons and that she had this, um, army of mothers built in to you know like to make sure this plan got kicked off right but i think she just wanted to do solo to you know woo the the source herself yeah so early in the scene you mentioned about dex and sylvia and sylvia's sort of talking about like breakup sex and whatnot so dex probably hooked up with this ex not too long ago and maybe even once more since he's been talking to phoebe um (sighs) Doesn't exactly explain why they met in the first place the other day, though. I don't know why they met. It's weird. And he and does... why was it so natural, Rob? Why did he take that kiss so nicely? Well, he does admit that he's been kind of keeping her in his circle. Um, but yeah, I will say that I have done this. I, I've done the same thing. Like, it's not as normal, but it's not at completely unheard of either what do you think about the idea of like continuously hooking up with an ex while you're single i mean i always say to each their own so 
everyone do whatever you feel is right. But I, thy only thing is for me personally, I think it would be a problem with emotions because it. I I I definitely like to have a connection with somebody, so I think that would just truly just upset me in the long run. So I wouldn't personally do it, but. You know what? If that's what you wanted to, please go for it and have a wonderful time. <laughs> <laughs> what? If, so, what do you think about that? Though, like, has that haven't been a problem ever though for you? Not really. I will say that I have done it in the past. Uh, I think the intentions of the other person would sort of stop me from doing it if. I feel that I'm being used. Mm. So like if exes were to hook up again, you know, it's, it's clear that they're doing it for, you know, that specific reason. Right. But if you sort of believe that somebody's trying to hold on to a certain connection or something or vice versa, like I could just be like, it's go like you said, it's, it's too emotional or we're not at this point yet. I would, not really pursue something like that so it just really depends it's it's this method doesn't work for everyone and it doesn't work for each ex either you you know so it just really depends on the type of person you are i don't see anything wrong with it i just think lots and lots of communication needs to happen if you're going to do something like that that's all communication is the key yes yes (laughs) So Mandy gains Wyatt's trust by conjuring a cookie and offering it to him, then convinces him to orb a sandwich Piper made for him into a trash can. (laughs) Paige glamours into Sylvia and enters Dex's studio. She says she wants no more breakup sex and that he needs to be true to Phoebe. Dex, confused, says that he hasn't slept with Sylvia in two months. And so Phoebe walks in and Sylvia blurts her real name. She covers, <laughs> at least for Dex, but Phoebe is alerted. An embarrassed Paige hustles out and drops her glamour. What do you think about this plan? <laughs> I just have a problem still with, okay, we just mentioned this. Sylvia, he kissed her, had a meeting with her, the, like, what, the day before? And then he acts like seeing her now is... Like, how dare you? Who are you? You trash. That's how he 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 came off to me. I don't get that whole thing. I mean, I get it in the storyline that it was supposed to be like, I don't want anything to do with you. But that's not what we saw in the scene. Like, Paige and uh, our, ourselves all saw with our own eyes. But I do love Paige having the sister moment and trying to put the kibosh on it but still if Paige has to tell tell him as Sylvia to stop sleeping with her to I, that's I wouldn't want Phoebe to be with him either <laughs> so Leo and Billy are trying to figure out how to get home so Leo notices everything is all out of order suddenly Mandy fades in with Wyatt Mandy has Wyatt play with some toys while Leo continues to look for the book The demon working on the pentagram thinks the source isn't going to be happy, especially since it was thought not even the sisters could vanquish him. However, Mandy thinks that the source will be grateful to her for bringing him back and giving him a son as well. Leo overhears this and is visibly alarmed. 
Billy thinks that she should stay since she has powers. However, Leo doesn't think Billy is powerful enough to take on the source and is determined to save Wyatt even without powers. He tells her to use the spell to go back home herself. So at this point, uh, what a sight to see your kid fade in with the demon. <gasps> right. Like, that was a shock. If I was Leo, I would be panicking so much because you're like not even thinking about your kid is involved in any of this. He should be at no. school. Nothing's going on. And then all of a sudden your kid just fades into the room. The control that Leo has, like I know that he almost went in charging and Billy stopped him, but he still had enough control not to just be like, Wyatt, oh my God, let me, you know, like right. the way he was right. able to hold himself back, I thought was very impressive and very, not. I don't know if strategic is the right word, but just, he just knew that blowing up isn't going to help the situation. And that he was tactful on creating a plan and figuring out what to do rather than just alert everyone. Like, that's my kid, you know? So I just found that to be very impressive. Also, with Phoebe, I was like, where have you been this whole time? You weren't at home. Nope. And you weren't like, where have you been? And I'm like, oh, she was probably at the photo shoot this whole time before she went to Texas. That's the only thing I can think of. But I was like, why isn't she home? Yeah. So <laughs> this this demon saying to Wyatt, stupid cousin, stupid guardian. I just the way she said it made me laugh. I don't know why. Stupid guardian. Like who weird. calls it a guardian? Like that's so <laughs> I would say stupid cousin, I get it, but ugh, whatever the case is. And what do you think about this woman rubbing all over Wyatt? Like holding him close. I got a cookie for you. And then when he. I mean, if I was a teacher, I would be a little alarmed, but, you know, I guess. No, we see it's okay. Like, what about the freebie? Uh, The freebie. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was. Freebie, freebie. That was crazy. I don't know why she said that, but we were talking about freebies. Like, who says that? (laughs) But okay, <laughs> we know that that's that's an old name from Phoebe's past as well, Freebie Hollowell. But right then, it's like, oh my god, why didn't Dex say Phoebe? To me, that's too big of a connection, especially because he was obsessed. He was her number one fan. Yeah, he wouldn't even go Phoebe Hollowell. You mean my number? Uh, all of her her articles I've read and framed on my walls behind my art. <laughs> So, and then Leo's face when Wyatt comes to magic school. We said this earlier. Rob says it. Ooh, great scene. Really tension building. So I love that. I agree. And just the idea of like the way Leo's face turned when he found out about the source. And then Billy's like, what are is who is the source? Like, what is happening? Like his face looked like, oh, we're about to go into some exactly. Right now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like and he's like, oh God, look who I have. No. <laughs> She knows nothing. No. Piper goes to the preschool and finds Wyatt missing. He is signed out with Mandy. The teacher doesn't think there's a problem at first until Piper notices that Mandy's own son is still there. Piper suspects a demon is involved and storms out. So this scene in general, Rob, first off, I love that Piper knows exactly what happened as soon as oh she's a demon oh i love that line (laughs) just walks out 
But the smug face on this woman. The, it says teacher. I, I like the teacher better that we saw with Leo the other day. Because this Oh, she's with Mandy. You know, so, it's normal. It's okay that she signs out some other person's kid. That's weird. I mean, yeah, that's really weird. Uh, but did you happen to recognize the teacher? Um, this she is Miss Diane. Yeah, she looks so familiar to me. Like, she was in everything, too. This is uh, Christine Elise McCarthy. She is known for 90210 and Chucky, the Child's Play franchise. Yes! Okay, okay. Exactly. Now, perfect i, I forgot she was in this the minute i saw her i was like oh i remember you i love it i love that she was in this episode but yeah she was a horrible teacher i can't believe she signed no. her and then she was like her child's here but oh, mine that gone. Was alarming very so alarming. that teacher should feel like crap i hope after that but she doesn't because i see her smug face later on smiling again at the play but rob what why do you think mandy even or the possessor demon even bothered to sign Wyatt out because at this point, what does it matter? She, as the character or, or the mother, left her own son and she didn't plan on ever going back with Wyatt. So, I mean, you have a good point, but I think the scene is very questionable in itself. There's a lot of things that doesn't make sense. But yeah, I guess to lower the suspicion of taking a child out without anyone's permission. Paige comes home and tries to sneak upstairs, but Phoebe tackles her. <laughs> I actually love this. You crazy witch! <laughs> <laughs> I know, I can't believe she just tackled her like that. You know, don't mess with Phoebe when a man is involved. That is, that's it. Do not get in her way. Paige admits that she posed as Sylvia. Just as they start fighting, Piper walks in and reports that Wyatt had been kidnapped and that Leo's missing. Okay, so if that hadn't happened, I would have loved to have heard what Piper's response would have been seeing Paige and Piper wrestling on the floor. <laughs> I love this, though. She goes upstairs, and she's like, seven years, you you would think I would know a demon when I saw one. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, Piper, you said it. I didn't say it. You said it. I'm glad somebody said it because you should know better. But I love how she like scares Paige. She was like, somebody scribe for him. (laughs) Paige just jumps. (laughs) She's like, she just looked very, very scared. The way that she was telling, she was like, Mandy has my son. And there, you know, she looked terrified that her son was kidnapped, you know? I think the acting all around in this episode, and then again later on, just when they find out the source is back, yeah. everyone's reaction of like, oh my god, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I, I, I liked it all. Piper is kicking herself and realizes that a demon somehow possessed Mandy and used her to get to Wyatt. And Mandy's all-too-perfect facade was a classic sign of demon possession. That or the fact that she actually carried it off well and not like the bulky, like we always say, oh, you go to school here too? Kind of demon possession. Uh, Paige scries while Phoebe starts working on a dispossessing spell and a vanquishing potion. Just then, Billy walks in and reports that Wyatt is at magic school, which is now controlled by demons. She also mentions they wanted Wyatt to help bring back the source. Boom. Um, She wants to help vanquish him, but the sisters, like Leo, think she isn't ready. Are we supposed to feel sad now that... The way they word is like, oh, she's not ready, and then... 
<laughs> you're you're downplaying Billy again. No, they don't want her to die. Yeah, no, I think this is perfect. Like we can talk about how Billy's cool, you know, but this is not a fight that should be hers. No. So yes, yeah, stay behind, stay here. Mandy speaks a spell and has Wyatt place his finger in a chalice to seal it. We call to you that away was torn. Return, master of evil born. A portal forms on the pentagram and the source tumbles through. Mandy proposes to the source that they raise Wyatt as their own. The source is skeptical at first, but Mandy tells him that he's the son of a charmed one and that his mother and sisters are dead. Leo speaks to them and Wyatt orbs to him. So adorable. I love this. I love that he's just like, I want to be next to daddy. I love this. I love that was a great move. Perfect too. smart Wyatt. Leo claims he's a fellow demon, but the source is suspicious. It is anticlimactic, maybe, but what was your thoughts now in the source being back in this episode? I love the reveal, the way that he comes out and he's growling. They show his hand first, leading up to his face, and they reveal this makeup again. I I do like him returning. I like his reveal. Again, to do this in episode four is weird. It just seems very one-off, but again, it just challenges the whole hierarchy of power anyway, as we learn later, the charm ones apparently aren't the most powerful good (laughs) while the source is not the most powerful bad because we've got something that's more threatening to him. It was just a very weird way to bring this character back just for this scene alone. But again, I thought the reveal was great. This negotiating of like, thank you for bringing me back, but why do I need you? And she's just giving him all these reasons. And then he snarks at her like, God damn it. I do need you. Fine. You can stay. I just thought that was funny. Gorgeous. This woman. Yeah. It's like very well. Just, just stay out of my way. But yeah, he was like, cause usually when you make threats like that, it's like, ha I'm going to scare her. It's like, I don't need you anymore. I should just kill you right now. And he's like, well, fuck, I do need yeah, you, actually. Like, well, I don't know what I've missed, so yeah, all right, okay. I know, he did miss out on a lot. He was just like, who's this child? <gasps> what? <laughs> Piper and Leo got married. Like, you'd think they'd be gossiping, catching up. <laughs> Belt does all! <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so the sisters orb in just as the source recognizes Leo as Wyatt's father. Again, his composure when this man was being interrogated. No powers at all, and he still stood his ground. I just love that he was protecting this boy. And, yeah, it was just so good. I love this sort of, like, interaction between Leo and the source. It was so great. Uh, Just as the source is about to kill Leo, the sisters speak a spell off screen and eject the possessor demon from Mandy. The sisters come out of hiding. Before the source can react, however, Piper blows up the possessor demon. The source is sucked back into the wasteland. Since the possessor demon conjured him, they are magically connected. Okay, I believe this, but I cannot believe that Piper was the only one who knew this was going to happen. Like, you would think the source would know. Also, Mandy going through this whole thing of like, I'm offering you a kid. We can be parents together. You can raise them as your own and you don't have to take care of them. I'll be the mom. I'd have been like, bitch, you need me because if you kill me, you die too. 
Oh, you know, honestly, why that, didn't she? Right. You should have just led with there that. There you go. There you go. That's it. <laughs> you I better protect that was- me at all costs. <laughs> so with this sort of backhanded reveal, like, oh, she dies, he dies too. I did not like that. I thought it really brought down the intensity and the level of evil and like stakes that this character possesses throughout this yes. whole entire series. Yes. I just thought it was a sellout. It was weird. What, yeah. What do you think? I agree, Rob. I, I did enjoy seeing him, like I stated earlier, but the fact that it was so anticlimactic, like his own words, the source likes to use is insanity. And that the fact that, they didn't have a backup plan with the crystals or something in case this didn't work because how did they, you're right. How did they know for sure that this was how it was going to be? Because if this is the source, I mean, I'm glad it worked out, but I would have had crystals and circle circling prudence, Penelope, Patricia, Helen, Laura, Astrid, Grace had the Hollowell witches line come because Charmies. So yeah, Ryan is flexing right now, trying to name all these witches. <laughs> I still can't get all of them in order. I cannot believe you just did. He was flexing. Hollowell witches stand strong beside us. Fake witches <laughs> evil through time and space. <laughs> Again, how did Paige not know how they vanquished the source? That's terrible writing. Yeah. How yeah. did you do it before? I don't know, Paige. Do I need to shake you? Are you possessed? (laughs) (laughs) So Billy sounds more serious about studying the history of good magic. Dex comes over to ask Phoebe's forgiveness for Sylvia, which I think is great. Popping in, causing uh, Phoebe to to thank Paige for meddling this time. (laughs) I thought that was really cute, actually. Cute, cute. Yeah, I like that as well. Uh, Piper and Leo go to Wyatt's play. They spot Mandy and wonders if she has any idea what happened. I think that the two parents there just secretly just being these magical parents, I think is really fun. And again, to just see a lot of the normalcy that came out of this scene, I thought was really nice. She was so proud of her kid. White officially made my adorable list. Oh, I have never seen this kid smile so much. He was just very playful, very childlike in this episode. And I really enjoyed watching him. So he he's, he was very adorable in this, so I like that. Question for you, though. Did you like Wyatt best in his marching jacket, the pumpkin costume, or the mouse costume? Oh, that marching jacket did look adorable. Um, But I, I'm a sucker for the pumpkin. I'm a sucker for the pumpkin. The pumpkin looked great. I actually did prefer the mouse outfit. I thought the ears on him looked made him look even more adorable. Yeah, so I prefer the mouse costume. I love it. I love it. Piper, after vanquishing the source with the explosion from the Possessor Demon, they said, I believe it might have been, was it? I don't know if it's Piper or Phoebe. They said for eternity this time. I, yeah. I mean, I if you can bring him back this easy, I'm sure there are other ways you can bring him back. Yeah, too, right? but... It was so easy. It was like nothing. It was nothing. But apparently he's gone for good. And what is this other demon now that can bring d- demons back from the... Okay, okay. Everyone's just popping up out of nowhere. But I think if they would have built on this and every episode would have been up the stakes, up the stakes, up the stakes into the grandest battle of them all, it would have been worth it. But I think a lot of Charmed fans have said over the years that this is why they don't like this particular source episode because it is so anticlimactic. But 
honestly, I'm okay with it. It was just the fact that they thought it was so, it was just so easy to bring him back and then vanquish him. That's my biggest problem. And then at the end of this, when Paige says to Billy, you're still doing, what are you still doing up? What? Like, does she sleep there some nights now? I guess if you're up, you're also here. So, yeah. Really? Just, I mean, I think this happens uh, in other episodes, too. It's kind of blurred if she's living there or not at some points. But maybe she sleeps over on nights that (laughs) she's up demon fighting late so she doesn't have to go to her dorm or something. But I would have liked if we just established that. And then Piper's face, when she does the little... Yeah, looking at what... Yeah. That's yeah. what got me. I love it. I love it. Love it. So that concludes the uh, recap of episode four. And I, yeah, again, like you said, I think the season is starting to get better uh, more than I remember. And I did enjoy this episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. This also brings up the the stakes. Where on the high stakes meter does this fall under? <sighs> because of what we were presented i'm going with annoying real <laughs> okay wow that's funny okay so i'm actually in a different direction and i'll explain why i said upper level i think this okay. is i think this is above basic what i saw was that you were able to convince and gain the trust of one of the most powerful beings in the world which is why it mm, true you also used him to bring the m- most deadliest source of all evil into the world again the plan worked right right the sisters did have to do work in order to kind of like resolve this in a way i think leo being in danger high makes the stakes even higher uh the fear and sort of the um not knowing exactly what to do immediately with the charmed ones i feel that this was sort of an upper level high stakes uh the possession of magic school all of that the fact that they were fooled this whole time with mandy um like you said it is definitely annoying on how it was resolved but i i'm just looking at the whole thing and just the progression of the episode that there was some high stakes going on so i I could see that i get it i get it it's just i think what lowers it for me is just the resolution, really. Of course, I totally understand. That is your meter. That makes complete sense. <laughs> All right, now, Ryan, it's time to talk some fashion. Well, Charmies and Rob, I have three contenders today. First off, and there's no page, by the way, so wow. Phoebe's blue dress in the office over the jeans now you know i'm not a fan of the over the jeans look (laughs) i think i've mentioned that before but this one works for me i really liked the top it her hair looked beautiful too her hair was so beautiful in this but that particular scene alone that you just brought up i thought she looked great yeah and i do prefer her with the shorter hair from season five or six but she looked really good in this episode i thought really really good honestly i thought again there's something about this season everyone looks really good i mean even piper so here piper's green metallic looking top her going out outfit with leo at the end to go see wyatt's play also a contender holly marie looked beautiful 
Um, and then finally, Leo finally not wearing baggy clothes with this blue t-shirt and grayish black jeans that are form-fitting finally. Again, no carpenter pants today. It was a hard decision, but I'm going with Leo because I think he brought <laughs> it all, even with that demon red and black striped shirt layer. So Leo served his looks this week. Awesome. Well, that is Fashions by Ryan. <laughs> That's awesome. Leo beat out all of them. That's fantastic. <laughs> Next week on Charmed, Rewitched. Now, I, oh, rem- yes. okay. I remember sort of what happens in this episode. I believe our FBI agent is finally back after missing for three episodes. But I don't yes. remember what I don't remember what happens. I don't remember the Demon of the Week or I have no idea what goes on. So... This will mostly be new for me. Do you remember this episode? The only thing I remember is, yes, FBI agent, I believe. And I think this might be the end of our identities. Fingers crossed. Yes. No, that's what I remember is like, we're officially coming back to life after this one. So, uh, yeah, we get the slow motion walk in the FBI (laughs) as they walk in the office. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll definitely have another episode for you next week. But before we go, we have one small thing. It is episode four, so we are going to play another Charmed game. Ryan chose this one, and we are bringing Word Up back into play. So for those who missed out on this one, if you don't know what this is, so Word Up is basically a code word game. Ryan and I will take turns giving one word clues for the other person to guess the one word charmed themed word. <laughs> I think we had a lot of fun last time. We'll see how this one goes. Uh, who should go first? You, Rob, go first. All right, here is my first word. Okay, the first clue, quilt. Okay, do you want the um the, the demon or the, the ant? <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. What word am I thinking of? Um, you're thinking of the how to build a the the man the leather suit demon um from season two with the <laughs> ant. <laughs> Is that it? I want the name. I can't tell you. Lipvac. No, it was. <laughs> um, his name is. An- oh, okay, so it's ants. You think about it, and we'll we'll go here to the next word. You kind of know what it is, though. I should have gave you a different one first. Um, that was good. I like yeah. that quilt. Uh, young. <laughs> yeah, it was good. That's good. Yes. You still don't know the word? <laughs> Glasses. <laughs> uh, skin. I, oh, I don't know. What is his name? Leather suit. <laughs> Leather face. Leather okay. face. Last, last word. Villain. I'm trying to picture them saying this. Crito! 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 Crito, correct. Oh my god, it like literally all of a sudden just boom. Very good. Okay, go ahead. It's like condoms, Rose. Condoms, condoms. That's what I felt all of a sudden. Damn. Okay. Restaurant. Quake. Oh, I got it? Okay. Yeah. We got it. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's going to be Piper, more 
manager, Chef Morgan. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Okay, here's the next one. This one's a little harder. Um, Evil. Phoebe. Warlocks. The brothers. Demons. The Moore brothers. <laughs> Teleportation. Okay. Um, is this Belthazar's brother demon that looked just like him? And they both teleported? Nope. Matthew. Matthew Tate. No. I'm going to give you one more. Zile. Zile. The only thing I... Warlocks. Evil. Is it the demon? The demon um, ring with Prue and, and her boyfriend from high school? It's more than one word, but no. <laughs> <laughs> so we had Matthew, Evil, Warlocks, Zile, Teleportation. Damn, no. Oh. Okay, my charmed word is... Crito. <laughs> blinking. Oh, it wasn't a specific... I'm thinking of a specific pers- perf... You know what? Okay, perfect. I thought of teleportation as, some, as something that someone doing, but you're, it was a power. See, yeah. Charmies, it could be anything in the Charmed universe. Yes. Okay. Damn, I'm going to try to get you now. Thriller. Davidson. Oh, no, but fantastic, <laughs> actually. Okay. Belly button. Oh, my God. I have no idea. Thriller, belly button. Billy? No, but Clay. Oh! Oh, uh, um, what was his name? It's not, oh, is it the Gollum? I mean, you would be with the belly button. No, but I was going for the villain of that episode. Okay, okay, okay. Well, you didn't have to say that. Did you have any more words? <laughs> Shrinking. Shrinking, okay. So what was his gamble? Yeah! Oh my god, that's amazing! Yes! Gamble. gamble. Okay. No, those are great clues. And uh, Reese Davidson, you got through Alpha Zombie, which I love. Thriller House. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Last one for me. Dream. <laughs> the Dream Master. One word. One word answer. Clown. <laughs> Childhood. I feel like it's the chainsaw <laughs> guy. Page. Clown, Mr. Clown man, clown man that she she had as a doll. Oh God, and he was ugly as hell too. Scary, Miss. She's holding him in the dream. I want to give baby the gift. Can I see the baby? Baby, where are you? I don't know. You don't remember his name? That's why. Giggles. Giggles. (laughs) Do you give up? No idea. No idea. Slappy. 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 Oh, slaps it with. Okay. Slappy. I love it. Love. That is so out there. I love that you thought of that. No, this game is fun. I like this one. Okay. (laughs) This is for. Oh, no, I can't even say it. Band. Dishwella. I mean, what? Well, yes, they've had other bands, but I know you. You think of this episode a lot. Yeah, so I, right. I knew that you were thinking of this one. Is it really Dishwella? Yes. The next clue was Jenny stomach. You, you should have said Jenny and Ooze. stomach first. Ooze. <laughs> if you if you wanted me to say the demon's name, I wouldn't have gotten it. I don't even remember the demon's name. 
No, I knew that would be too hard. I love that you see Rob knows me. Dish, well, I knew you. <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> All right. Well, no, that was fun. I like this round. We gotten better at, at the clues this time, so very good. Okay, we've talked your ear off way too much this episode but i hope you guys all enjoyed it we will be back with another episode next sunday during brunch i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day and again continue to listen to each episode each week also comment on either our posts or dm us on your thoughts of the show as well as the episode we recapped maybe you'll hear it in a charming confession ryan thank you thank you thank you charmies Thank you, Rob. We will see you next week. Thank you. This is Brunch with the Hollowells. She did what? Really did what? I still don't know what I did was so bad. This is what's bad. Whoa, hey. Wow, that's huge. Fresh Charmed at 8, 7 central on the WB's Big Sunday. Charmy Confessions. All right, so Ryan, so there's a few things that uh, we should talk about as far as the confessions that the Charmies have given us. One thing that we got was I was tagged on Twitter on a couple of questions. One of them was from Ella Rose 2495. She says, who else thinks neighbor Dan should have dated Phoebe and not Piper? They had sparks in uh, season two, episode one, and it was clear from the beginning Piper and Leo were meant to be. Dan never had a chance. So what do you think about Phoebe dating Leo? Or I'm sorry, Dan. Great question. Great question. And I agree. I think that would have made the most sense at the time for the character. But I get it why they did it for the the whole Leo and Piper thing for drama. But I like I liked um the idea of of Phoebe getting with Dan, especially coming off season one when she really didn't have anybody, and you you thought the possibility, oh, is it going to be Dan? Oh no, it's Piper. <laughs> well, I responded because I'm obviously very passionate about neighbor Dan, so I responded with this idea of like, okay, they can date, but I think that Phoebe and Dan don't stand a chance either. And I said something like Phoebe would have sabotaged the relationship and that her work would have definitely kept her from having a full-fledged relationship with Dan. And I was saying all these things. And then I also said, well, Dan likes a girl next door. And this is a compliment, but Phoebe is not a girl next door. So, but I stand corrected. I was corrected with what she was implying was having Dan date season two Phoebe and not today Phoebe. Right, right. But I was thinking more in the, in the long run, in the future, not just for that one season. If she was saying, oh, Dan comes in season two and ends at season two, 
should she have dated Phoebe? I said that would have been very entertaining to watch. But if we're thinking like, oh, if they had dated, would they have lasted this long? And my response immediately was like, no, they would not have. <laughs> so, but I thought that was a very interesting question. More Dan stuff, though, because somebody replied to our season eight opener. Uh, 3XS Charmed on Twitter says, neighbor Dan should have been at Piper's Memorial. It would annoy Leo, and we could see Dan's cute self one more time. Uh, that would have been great. So I retweeted that and I was like, facts are facts. Yes, he should have been there. And had it been me, I'd have written it. I would have came in, right? Dan would have came in and went right to Leo and was like, yeah, just so you know, Victor and I have been keeping in touch with each other ever since season two. And we're best buds because he wanted me more than you and just annoy the hell out of him. (laughs) Some people took that. Some people took that a little too seriously as I was totally joking. But um, of course, Victor never would have met Dan, let alone kept in touch with him. Of I just, course. But that would have been hilarious if he came in and was like, me and Victor have been friends this whole time. Ha 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 ha. Oh, no, just her, even just Dan looking over the, I like Rob's idea, but uh, him looking over Piper's picture and be like, ah. Oh. You know, that would have been, and even Dan showed up. Oh, Dan, I remember you talking about Dan, like for Paige or whatever. (laughs) All right. So speaking of couples, Ryan is going to take this next confession. We have one for Instagram. Uh, I wanted to talk about, it was so random, but I was just like, let me just see how this plays out. So Rob posted a picture on Instagram with Andy and Prue, Cole and Phoebe, and Piper and Leo, and he asked, one must go. So quite a few wrote in. Well, first of Um, all, what did you say? Did I write on this? I said Cole and Phoebe. (laughs) I See, very interesting that you chose Cole and Phoebe. Why did you do that? I looked at the, the the picture you made, the beautiful picture you made, and uh, Piper and Leo definitely need to stay together. And I just loved Prue and Andy. I, I mean, we never know what it would have been, but I think this how it ended with Cole and Phoebe and the beginning with Cole and Phoebe and the middle with Cole and Phoebe. Ugh. Your wonderful friend, Nate... And who has been compared to quite a many characters on this show said goodbye, Colby. Hello, plot lines that Constance actually envisioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, the charmed yogi says, I feel bad for saying it, but Prue and Andy. Um, we have Bayleaf.crane. Only option is unfortunately Prue and Andy. Cole is the reason I love Phoebe's character. Wow. And Piper and Leo are elite. Monica says, easy choice, Cole and Phoebe. Kimbo says, Prue and Andy. Ruby says, Cole and Phoebe. And then uh, our friend Kadu says, Prue and Andy must go. And Melanie says, Prue and Andy, because the the Phoebe Cole drama and romance was so good, even though they were toxic. And if anyone picks Piper and Leo knives and we can't forget, (laughs) 
Um, Botanical Babe says Easy, Prue, and Andy. So no one picked Piper and Leo. That is great, I think. But for some people, it was very easy to pick Prue and Andy. Why do you think that is? Like, do you think it's because we didn't get the full-fledged relationship that the other two didn't? Was this a too easy of a conundrum to give people i wonder if i should have switched it and said well you can only pick one couple i think that might have been more of a diverse answer i didn't think it was going to be this easy to just not pick or to pick for prue and andy to go i didn't think it would be that easy i thought people really loved their chemistry even though it was short-lived but why do you think it was that easy to just dismiss well i shouldn't say dismiss but pick prue to go i think you summed it up it's the longevity it's it's the drama like um melanie said of cole and phoebe what we went through the love affair the passion leo and piper is basically the focus of everything after season two i feel like every season is always a piper and leo huge storyline and honestly a lot of people i feel like still to this day don't really like Andy in the sense they might think he's a little square and boring and you know they saw them as the uh, an, a couple that used to be together and they were just kind of friends now but I don't know I think that was a big one for Prue and Andy I, I don't know I always enjoy them I would have loved to have seen more or something like that uh, so we had a really big discussion about this on the Run Piper Run episode, and so blasting it online definitely created a lot more discussion on the subject of Eve and her promiscuous ways, uh, <laughs> along with Leo, who is just too nice for his own good, and then they end up in a compromising situation. Yes. So I'm just going to start this with a confession from... Uh, Isaiah, who says, Eve is married. Eve is married. Eve is married. She was completely in the wrong, and I will die on this hill. Whether she knew Leo Lewis wasn't married or not isn't the issue. She's married. Openly flirting, groping a dude in his own home, and gets off scot-free because she's hot. He did not like this. And then Katie Warren Witches on Twitter says... And those other moms just sat there and watched. <laughs> and then there was another reply from uh, from Isaiah. Not only did they watch, um, but they went back and told Carl and spun it t- yes. to her credit. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing about that, right? Especially on TV. I've seen this on TV. Every time there is a cheating spouse or partner or somebody gets caught in the act, right? The other person gets blamed. They are the ones that gets the hate. They're the ones that will receive the wrath. It's never the actual partner who cheats ever. And so Carl clearly can't hit Eve and he has to hit something. He is embarrassed. He is embarrassed. He is emasculated. And he feels like a fool. And he can't sit there and take it out on Eve. So what does he do? He goes to the guy. The one that he can t- go toe-to-toe with. It made Feel perfect better sense. Yeah. It made perfect sense for him to go to Leo regardless of the situation. There was no way Eve was going to get anything towards her. 
at least in this comedy show. And if it was a drama, maybe something different. But I put it to the Charmies and I put a poll out and I said, we know Eve is horrible, right? Let's just get that out of the way. Right. Let's talk about Leo. Should Leo have been more forthcoming that he is not interested? And then the official question was, did he let Eve go too far? I put, he went too far or nothing that he could have done. Everything that you saw was out of his hands. 65% of Charmies who voted said that it went too far. With 35% saying that he could not do anything about it. Now, what do you think of this result here? I think I'll echo what I... I mean, I'm glad the Charmies are seeing more than I am. But I don't know. I remember you saying that Leo, like, what was he to do? I know that you... So what do you think about this? I mean, maybe I'll have to rewatch the scene again. But honestly... I, if Leo, I know, and we discussed this really, really well in the episode, but I really do believe that Leo is so not thinking about it that he's, he really didn't think this was going to go to anything. But just, I mean, like, I understand that he, that she literally grabbed his shirt off and obviously you can't like push a woman off of you to stop her. But like the shirt made it into the sink and she was washing it. Like, I'm sorry. No. I would not even be in a room well, she alone should get with the her. rest of it off. I mean, this was he was in his tank top, let's just say. Like if Paige didn't walk in and he didn't say anything after that, then I would have had a problem. But I think Paige walked in at the time that he still had it like he was like holding on to and pulling down his tank, you know, his like underneath shirt. So I want to see what he would have said after that if Paige wasn't in going, oh, hello, am I interrupting something? That's what I think. Give him a benefit. (laughs) Uh, Power of Three on Twitter says, I think it was odd their aliases weren't married. Still, Still, your kids are having a play date, not something strangers do. You'd think that they'd, that, um, they'd be basic information that they'd share with those people. So, uh, yeah, I am, again, more on Leo could have done something more. You can easily just be like when she's touching the knee and like, I get it. You don't want to create a scene, but I'm like, no, you can't do this. You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't want to embarrass you, but you're embarrassing yourself coming on to me knowing you're married. Like, he's too nice. Like, this was one of those instances where I'm like, no. But I know that our discussion was, did he deserve to get punched? I don't think he deserved to get punched. I just think Piper was just having a little bit too much fun over the idea of like, we know Eve is, is trouble. You got to put your foot down. Okay. Like when were you going to stop her when she grabbed your dick? Like Leo step up. What are you doing? (laughs) They could at least taken off one more layer first. before. Okay, so we're going to end it with that. Thank you, everyone, for your submissions. And again, anything that pops up while you're watching Charmed or listening to the podcast, let us know. BWTH Podcast on Twitter, Brunch with the Hollowells, all one word on Instagram. Send me your messages. Thank you and love hearing from you. Bye.